0: Andrew Miner and today we're joined by Jacob Kehoe who is from Startup Waco and he helped start GXG which is an NIL collective type organization although not exactly an NIL collective which works with student athletes to find NIL type opportunities within the Waco community with non small businesses while also allowing student athletes to make some NIL profits.
1: Excited to have you on Jacob. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is really really cool initiative that you guys have started up here. Of course, uh, nil uh, companies or nonprofits, collectives, whatever you want to call them, or all the rage. Uh, can you kind of help us understand? It took a while, I think, for Baylor to even have um, you know a, a specific group that was aimed to helping Baylor student athletes. Uh, what, what kind of went into the process of getting this all kicked off and started?
2: Yeah, so you make a yeah you make a good point. It, it did take a long time. I think we and we, I use "we" lightly just cause I, I went to Baylor. So I, you know, that's how I think. But, um, uh, I, th- I guess the first good clarifiers are not in any way like related to Baylor as a university or with the athletic department. Um, but yeah, so Baylor was the last, I believe power five school to have a sort of collective, or like you said, Pernay, like a collective type, um, you know, nonprofit that was kind of getting these NIL deals and, um, a way for student athletes to get paid directly from, uh, NIO. Um, and so it definitely was a long time coming, but I, I think it it kind of started just to give you guys like an idea of, you know, the genesis of how this happened was, uh, obviously I was seeing the news when the the laws changed and I was like, we, like we should be doing something about this. Like, this feels like, you know, this is going to be what's going to happen. I don't, there wasn't really a lot of collectives when I, when we started looking around, I was thinking about, Oh, there needs to be some kind of, you know, intermediary between the student-athletes and, and money. Uh, they're really, I don't think really they had started to spring up yet. Um, I'm trying to think of the first one. I remember, you know, obviously the big ones like the ones at Texas a UT, those were kind of the first ones I started seeing where I was like, wow, these are nonprofits that are kind of blatantly just kind of creating these easy, you know, kind of situations for student-athletes to just get money. Um, and so I completely, you know, district had nothing to do with this, but I went to an event actually at Baylor, uh, which was a networking event with student athletes. And we weren't hiring anyone at startup. So uh, it was really just, I was just there just to hear from them and really learn what they were going through and any ways we could help them. I was also, you know, if any of them were interested in entrepreneurship, that's kind of why I was there to help speak to them on that and how they could get their interest in starting businesses. And I was kind of blown away by the fact that all of them had all these questions start a podcast or I'm getting an I money now like do I need an LLC how do taxes work like all these questions and they all had questions about it and that's when I kind of saw okay there's definitely a need for something in here that I think kind of goes beyond the regular realm of a collective and so that kind of is how we formed um, all these so there's basically two main programs one is Incubate X which is more of the support side and that is really focused on you know, new venture creation, so starting businesses actually. Um, and then it's also involved in like, you know, asset management, so helping connect with financial advisors, with uh, in some cases like legal help. Uh, so, you know, uh, if they want to form an entity, and then also with NIL deal flow. So, we've actually partnered with a mar- sports marketing agency that's going to actually bring deals to Baylor. Um, and kind of source those deals because we're not agents. We don't want to be agents. Um, and that completely changes the relationship we have with the athletes and, and the school. And so we've really, we've brought in this thing that no other, a lot of collectives aren't doing, or I don't know if any are, maybe I think the Texas Tech, one of them has something similar, but we really want to be uh, more than just money men or middle, you know, pass through a pass through MC. We want to bring a lot of value um, and really do stuff to create engagement because we want these athletes to stay. Seen with a couple of schools that sometimes even these massive deals aren't enough to keep guys at, at school. Jacob, can you talk about how far you
0: guys are along in the process right now, and what kind of work you've already done with Baylor student athletes?
2: Yeah, so we we just launched about I believe it was about three or four weeks ago now, which is when we officially launched. So we were you know publicly putting our names out there that we are you know looking to raise uh, donor money. So GXG is actually able to do NIL deals with student athletes. So when we receive donor money, which is, uh, you know, completely tax deductible because we are a nonprofit, um, GXG is actually going to be able to do those deals. So we don't have to, you know, there's no lag time really. Um, and so when we're doing those deals, we're either going to uh, local businesses or no, local nonprofits that fit in our missional our mission at Start Waco, which is to, the entrepreneurial ecosystem of Waco um, and how we do that a lot of times is through bridging gaps so we really want to focus on you know historically marginalized communities like you know minority owned businesses women owned businesses uh, certain zip codes that have historically been neglected um, in business development and how can we get you know student-athletes involved with those businesses and companies and and how can um, we get those so if we get an IL deal if we get money we're gonna go basically run some of these deals uh, that benefit those companies or the one we've had, uh, we kind of did a beta test run before we officially launched with the men's basketball team. And so a donor uh came to us and just wanted to give, you know, one to help support those players. And so we were able to actually do an NIL deal as Incubate X, so through SurfWaco, uh, with the men's basketball team. And that deal was they actually attended um one of our sessions, but we were trying to See, like, how valuable is this uh, as Incubate X? So, we, Ben IL did was, you know, they came through to start up. We talked about entrepreneurship. We talked about, you know, financial literacy, about financial management and asset management, and then also, um, you know, the legal side and uh, just entrepreneurship in general. So, it was, it was awesome, though. And I think it's pretty cool because even now we haven't really hard launched for a long time. We've seen, you know, we've got two football players that are. Trying to work on a SaaS company, we've got a track and field athlete who she's starting a tech company. We've got a lot of players who want to start brands and clothing uh, companies, so it's pretty cool to see like more than just you know money going through. But we're actually starting to see like these athletes start businesses and think about themselves because they are entrepreneurs now. Since you know about a year ago, they've, they've become entrepreneurs, so it's really cool to see that shift and, and to get them a head start right now. Before even if they go to pros, you know, to get that head start right now. Uh, thinking through that, developing their, um, you know, whether it's a holding company or how they're doing business, like very few of them have agents. So, um, to be able to kind of provide them with that help that, you know, because of the way the laws work at the state level, the school can't really help in those areas. So being able to just kind of help in that area is, is, huge.
1: So it sounds like there's a, uh, two pronged approach for, for you guys. One is kind of connecting the student athletes with whoever has to be, you know they need to be connected with you know tax advisors, legal advisors, yeah. um, even businesses that you know hey this business is looking for someone to you know promote on social media and a part they need a partnership. Uh, so that's area one, and then area two is more into the helping the athletes get actual businesses off the ground and and do you know go through the whole entrepreneurial process of creating their business from from the ground up. Um, what, what's been the most fascinating part of, and I know it's still early, but what's been the most fascinating part, um, about watching some of these athletes, you know, actually go and do the work and grind to build something uh, for themselves instead of just, you know, the standard transactional exchange of, Hey, you know, up here in a commercial and uh, we'll sure. give you some cash.
2: Yeah. I think for me, the most, I think one of the most fascinating things for me is, um, I think to see how hungry they are and, um, especially people who you might, not as expected like really just you know want to do more than just get get paid a check but like they really want to like create brands they want to create businesses they want to work and i think also seeing like people you wouldn't normally think as um having i guess i don't say impact but people you, like I, I would say like a walk-on you might not suspect like oh but they still have a platform and they still have these resources they can use and like while they're here and while they're you know even just a walk-on at baylor they have the ability now to launch a business and they have all these people in Waco behind them that will support them because of their connection to, uh, Baylor Athletics. so I think that's been kind of the cool part. Um,
0: actually that's funny that you mentioned walk-on because I feel like a lot of times in basketball games, the crowd starts going crazy for the walk-ons when they get in a game. Been. I feel like that's a cool that's a way to, to build their brand. Um, Definitely. but, yeah. but on the other side, obviously there are some like legal, Uh, some potential legal issues, things like that in this space because it is so new and the NCAA has launched investigations into some other universities such as the University of Miami. So can you talk about how you guys thought about that side of things like the legal or the NCAA regulatory side and
2: what you did um, to prepare for those potential investigations? Yeah, definitely. So I think that is a great point. I think they should definitely investigate a lot of these collectives of up because uh, it's the wild west right now. And they, you know, when they opened the floodgates, they kind of just opened them and, and didn't really care what the fallout would be to a degree. Um, so, yeah, I think it's definitely good for them to do that. But I think a big part of that goes into just how we built this and why we didn't want to just be a collective um, because anyone could start a collective. We could have just started a collective and, you know, not. To run through startup and not had a missional purpose. But I think really our mission behind it is the reason why that, you know, the regulations and the legal things don't really, like, we're built for the long run, regardless of how the laws change. Um, because we're not just focused. I mean, you know, we, the things that we're doing for NIL transactions are all, um, you know, so the laws are very, are pretty, you know, they're, it's relatively vague, but it's like, you know, you have to the result that you get from an NIL deal has to be, you know, market value. So, um, I think as long as that maintains, like we're able to do that. And if, and, uh, like, even if that's marketing for like small, small business, like it's no small business, a lot of them that need help should not be, you know, paying for an NIL deal. So, and they probably couldn't afford them. So doing things like that, I think are huge. And then also just having this support system and having this, you know, I think Incubate acts as a whole is huge because it's it allows us to do more than just uh, you know, pay players. Like we're actually able to help develop them into entrepreneurs and help them really, you know, ideally create generational wealth and manage that or, you know, if they have to send money to their family, is if they have to, you know, really manage their money or really make it go farther, then hopefully we can help with that, even if you know, even if there was no NIL involved,
1: you know, that would still I think be really valuable. Yeah, that, that's great. Um you're obviously listed, You're, you're classified as a 50, um, 501 hundred one three C what a uh, uh, nonprofit status. Um, the the GXG right, and um, there have been a lot of conversations in the nil world about nonprofits and collectives just you know using money to pass through, um, yeah. you know, and and kind of just under the guise as a nonprofit, which can have ramifications. A lot of people out there are saying that could have. Long long term ramifications for the company itself, right? The the companies yeah. that you know try to classify themselves as a nonprofit. Mitt Winter, uh, Winter has is a prominent uh, attorney uh, based in Kansas. He's been um, contributing a lot of thoughts to the NIL space, um, but he you know he's he's voiced concerns for organizations that are listed as um, nonprofit. I'm just kind of curious if you could expand on what. What your your guys's ultimate goal is from a nonprofit perspective with the community of Waco, the student athlete, and uh, and beyond?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I yeah, I think that's a great point. So yeah, in all of this, when we're thinking about this, um, we also have to think like you know we don't want to lose 513C status. Like we don't we we don't want to even infringe upon that. So how we do that is really I think the two big thing like one is like for the athletes, and then you know the second second buck would be like for Waco as a city. So You know, our mission is really to, to build up Waco's entrepreneurial ecosystem. And so how we do that on the athlete side is, you know, now that the NIL laws are different, collegiate athletes, you know, are entrepreneurs and they are able to part. They're able to, you know, partake in their NIL, they're able to do business deals. And so we have to help support them as, as entrepreneurs and as as business people. Um, so that's, I guess that's one bucket for the athletes and the other one would be the the city see Waco grow. We want to see these businesses that, you know, maybe not, might not have a leg up on competition or might even have a lot of things they have to fight through. Uh, maybe they, that they can, uh, you know, hopefully get NIL deals, get help from, you know, student athlete marketing, um, or, you know, even just having like athletes eat at your restaurant and posting on Instagram is, could be huge for some of these small businesses that, businesses and, and partnerships that we feel like you know that and that is kind of that could be subjective just but it is like you know we really want to help make sure that where we're doing these deals does help waco and that it is going to help um overall waco it's not just going to be like you know we're do we don't want to do like what some of these uh collectives are doing where their trade off they're you know they're getting an il to you know basically do nothing or even, you know, getting paid in advance and maybe, you know, there's no real knowledge of did they even do this, uh, end thing that they signed the contract with compliance they were supposed to do. So I think that's just huge is actually, you know, following through, making sure we're always in, in the green with legal. Like we have a, you know, third party accountant, uh, audit and auditor that's going to make sure that like, we're all, we're always in the green, we're doing things the right way. And also having legal counsel to make sure that we're doing everything right as the laws change.
1: Yeah. And as a follow-up to that, you know, for listeners that may not know kind of the intricacies of what we're talking about, uh, I think the best example, um, is the, the pancake factory in Texas. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, horn what, horns for heart was, was formed. That's the organization's class. It's classified as a, a, a 501, C nonprofit status, but that premise is basically they're receiving donations from donors, other, you know, You know, other big companies, big names are giving them money and then that organization is passing that money off to, you know, the student athletes, uh, which is all legal. It's just from a nonprofit uh, perspective, that's, I think, where some questions come into play. But it doesn't sound, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't sound, Jacob, that's what you guys are doing currently, nor is that what your goal is.
2: Yeah, it's definitely not our goal. Anything, if we do an NIL deal with student athletes, we want it to be one have that market value. So, you know, we're actually paying them for some sort of uh, market value transaction. So if that's marketing for a business or uh, that that's actually, the money's actually going to those things. It's not just, um, you know, flip a couple pancakes or whatever it is and we'll pay you, you know, 25 K or something like that. Um, so that, yeah, that's definitely the goal is any NIL deal that we do through GXG um, would be for this missional purpose.
0: So the last thing I have for you, it's kind of a 2 part question, but football yeah. season is obviously coming up and you're working with a lot of the student-athletes, it's kind of what GXG does. So one, are there any things that we can expect to see during football season um, that GXG is planning? And then second, what's what's the vibe like? Um, how are, How is the team feeling about this
2: upcoming season? Yeah, so I I can't speak on, on the vibe for the upcoming season, I will say that, um, from the guys I've talked to, uh, I think they're feeling pretty good. And I think I personally am really optimistic about this season. Um, I know there's always going to be like NIL distractions, unfortunately, just in the era like you're seeing SMU drop, you know, yeah. at, at like 36K, I think, yeah. to, to the team. And Texas Tech, just to have kind of like almost like a salary, I think, like-esque move. Um, so I think there's always going to be distractions. But I think um, as far as can you expect something, I would say... Yes. Um, I can't probably talk about the specifics just yet, but yeah, we definitely want to do something. Um, uh, We definitely will do something uh, with the football team. Um, Hopefully the whole team. That's the goal right now is, you know, that's probably one of our priorities. Um, Other priorities are going to be, making sure that we also are benefiting women's sports. Uh, we don't want to forget about those, especially, you know, coming on the 50th anniversary, I believe, of title IX, We want to make sure that NIL as a whole right now is kind of like lopsided with uh, women's sports deals. Kind of, I think they make up, I don't want to be wrong, but I think maybe about 15% of NIL deals are to women's sports um, as far as monetary. Um, so we want to make sure that we're also like, you know, obviously women's basketball at Baylor has been the mo- maybe the most consistent sport we've had, you know, ever. So we definitely want to you know make sure that we're also benefiting those athletes as well.
1: Yeah, that, that, it's always important. I think you're, you're exactly right. I don't know what the numbers are, but monetarily that's more men's basketball and, and football. But I think, uh from a percentage standpoint, a lot of the NIL deals, at least in the first year, um, more were towards women's sports the uh, gymnastics, swimming, yeah, uh, awesome. basketball, um, just from a you know, quantitative standpoint, not, yeah. not, not monetary. But, um, you yeah, know, before we let you go, if, if I'm a Baylor student athlete and I want to, you know, I know nothing about NIL, how to start capitalizing, um, how do I get in touch with you? Is there a you know, is yeah. there, is there a cost? What, what, what does the whole process look like?
2: Yeah. See, that's, that's a great question too. So there's, there's no cost. Um, we're never gonna, we don't take any percentage of, of anything from the student athlete side of like are Again, we're not an agency. We're not, uh, we're not, we don't even want to touch money from the deals. Like we, I don't, you know, we don't want to do that. Uh, I think it kind of sacrifices a big, um, you know, really the whole mission behind this is just why to help student athletes. So, yeah, there's no cost at all, and if, if you're a student athlete, you can go to www.incubatex.org, and there's a student athlete tab, and you can actually fill out a survey, and we'll we'll reach out to you. Um, and we're we're planning on having kind of like an open house sort of event for all of those athletes that kind of opt into Incubate X, um, to kind of get them so so that we can have like an event where we can meet all of them, connect them with you know our partners, whether that be the marketing agency or you know have legal counsel there if they want to talk to them or even you know an accountant uh so that's we're planning on that um and then if you're more so on the donor side or interested in that nil bubble of that, that half you would go to uh, gxgexchange.org so that'd be the other side of it
0: so is that where fans can can donate to gxg
2: yeah so you can donate there um and um yeah or you could email us emails Jacob at sort of way to go.com. Uh, you can email me there. I think we also have like different emails for each uh, side, which you can reach out on, on both websites as well. Awesome. Thanks for coming on.